good morning and welcome to uh, Race Industry Now. Good morning, Judy. I think we have Brad with us today. How are you doing, Brad? I'm doing fantastic. How are you, Francis? Very good. Very good. So let me make sure we got everybody on. So, uh, you know, last time we saw you, Brad, was about uh, a month ago, you know, when we ended uh, a race, uh, online race industry week. And so uh, Judy uh, is, you know, obviously uh, the co-founder of EPAR Trade. And uh, Judy and I worked very, uh, very hard together for the last uh, six weeks uh, to basically carry on the uh, the momentum we built during this beautiful event of online race industry week so we are starting today a new series of uh, tech and business webinars uh, for ePAR Trade. It's going to be called Race Industry Now. We will be live every Wednesday morning at nine o'clock. And the show will uh, be uh, starting with a one hour uh, live session and step-by-step step expand to an hour and a half, two hours of you know, whatever uh, is needed that day. So uh, good morning, Judy, again. And uh, we're delighted to be uh, together again on this. Um, and we have some special hosts who are going to be uh, with joining us this, this, this season. Yes, I want to announce this, if you don't mind. <laughs> so delighted, so fortunate to have Brad Gilley, Jeff Hammond, both join us for the year. Brad, I'm in awe of you and your talent that you both bring, but I'm just in awe. I'm so thankful that you're joining us. So thank well, you. No, thank you. I'm so happy to be invited to be a part of this because um, as we've talked offline before, ePartrade is such a wonderful platform and, and a great way for people to get their products and services out to the industry um, in a way that people can literally sit for an hour and ask questions and talk and learn and present their products. So it's an amazing asset to the industry as a whole. Well, th thank you very much, Brad. And what is very important is to know that the live sessions are obviously live, but they have a life after that. And uh, and so we have been asking many, many times, uh, you know, how can I see these uh, sessions or how can I hear about these sessions? So. All the past webinars from Online Race Industry Week, as well as the ePortrait Life Tech webinar series that were started back in June last year, all the videos are on the platform and they're also available on podcast. So anytime you want, you simply go on ePortrait, search for the, uh, you know, uh, the tech webinars. They are right there. You can also go on YouTube and as well as on podcast. So uh, if you're driving and want to listen to a podcast from uh, Brad Gilly interviewing, uh, uh, you know, some suppliers or from uh, Paul Pfanner interviewing, uh, you know, uh, Roger Pensky or Chip Ganassi, it's everything is out there. It's on Spotify and uh, Pandora and you know all the podcasts available but that's uh, so that's basically uh, uh, you know what's going to happen every week so we'll be back every Wednesday uh, we can announce that next week we'll be joining by the people from Pro Ultrasonics the week after that uh, we're going to be talking racing gas uh, the week following that one we'll be talking about uh, uh, water pumps uh, with Davis Craig's then I think we're going to have the people from Word of Outlaw 
know, and uh, we have a whole calendar. So uh, without any further, uh, you know, uh, introduction, I think it's time to bring our guest today. We have Tim McCarty, and we're going to ask them to start their video and their uh, camera. So give me one second. So we're going to, uh, can you see us or can you hear us, uh, Tim? We're going to have as well Rob, uh, give me one second. We're going to bring everybody on camera and on video. There we are, very good. And Terry is right there. So Brad, uh, you are uh, in charge and uh, we'll see you in the next uh, 50 or so minutes. All right. Thank you so much, Francisque. Really appreciate that. And again, want to welcome everyone here to ePartrade today and to the platform. And I'll introduce the guests that we have here today. Tim McCarthy is the CEO and founder of Zycoat. And we're going to talk about their uh, wonderful line of heat dissipating coatings and everything. And Tim right now is actually inside of the manufacturing facility. Also joining us is Terry McMillan, the owner of Terry McMillan Racing and, of course, driver of the Amelie Motor Oil uh, Extermigator Top Fuel Dragster. We'll talk a little bit about that, as well as his crew chief, Rob Wenlin, as well. So thank you, everyone, for joining us here today. And we'll just start with Tim. Uh, Tim, first of all, um, just kind of give us an overview of exactly what we're talking about here today uh, with Zycoat and the products that you guys are offering. Yeah, thank you, Brad, and uh, welcome to Terry and Rob for joining me here today. And uh, Francis, Judy, thank you for putting on this great uh, this great event. Um, we're going to be talking about Zybar. Zybar is a uh, relatively new technology to the uh, motorsports world. It's a single component heat dissipating coating for headers, turbos, manifolds, exhaust basically any substrate that's gonna be above 700 degree surface temperature. Uh, and that's really the, the product that is leading uh, the Zyco company right now. And uh, we're, we're thrilled to have uh, Terry and Rob on board uh, here today to talk about some of their experience with it as well. Well, if you wouldn't mind, uh, you know, first of all, just telling us a little bit, Tim, about, you know, exactly what the product is and how it might differ from other heat dissipating coatings. Yeah, I guess first and foremost, Brad, the product is, is not a ceramic, uh, which is uh, really first and foremost, we wanna make sure that it's very, very clear. It's a polymer-based coating. Uh, Zybar is a single component. It's a oven cure or air cure uh, coating. It can be sprayed with a touch-up spray gun or a primer gun. And it's applied in a very, very thin film, less than 40 microns thick. And what the product does effectively is it eliminates or reduces the ability of the metal substrate to absorb heat. And if you think about heat, heat is the absolute enemy of speed, right? So our product coats that metal, it, it, it fills fissures, it fills cracks, it fills voids, in the metal and it prevents that metal from absorbing heat. What happens when metal absorbs heat? It radiates that heat in both directions. And if you think about a, a tube, you have radiant heat penetrating from outside into the tube. And essentially what you're doing, that radio, radiant heat is pressing and narrowing the diameter of the opening of that tube. So what happens in a header? That creates back pressure. 
And when back pressures occurs, that's negative for speed, right? So you're forcing that pressure back against the block and you're, you're reducing the efficiency and effectiveness of, of that block to perform. So it's a long-winded answer, but our product is really, really good at dissipating heat in the metal substrate. And people will argue with me, there's a lot of smart guys out there, right? They'll, well, heat, heat dissipation is not the right property. I beg to differ. Uh, by allowing that, that hot gas to flow through the tube unencumbered, you're actually increasing the efficiency of that component. The, the, the way we measured that in early in development is we measured it on a, a Crate 604, GM Crate 604 block. We bought a whole series of the same part number uh, long, long tube headers. And we ran probably 100, 120 pulls on various headers on the exact same block under the same ambient conditions. The only difference was what we applied to those headers. And we saw a step change consistently in every pull with our product that we reduced back pressure. And we measured that in the form of, of torque and horsepower. We measured it in the term of temperature. By measuring the surface temperature of the metal, we saw about a 200 degree drop by applying our product to that substrate. And it was both internal and external. So we corroborated the evidence and we did that on a 490, 500 horsepower block. So if you can imagine how our product performs at a thousand or 1500 or 1900 horsepower, uh, the, the results are magnified. So uh, that gives you a little bit of, of background and I'm going all the way back to 2011 when we first started developing this coating. We didn't release it until 2017. So we spent six years in development of this product, testing, retesting, challenging, um, finding out better ways to create the mousetrap, so to speak. And we did it. Um, ceramic coatings are brittle, right? By nature, they're glass, essentially. Anything comes in contact with, with a brittle product and we all know that there's a lot of china and crystal in, in garages, right? Um, hell no. So from that perspective, a wrench hits it, a screwdriver hits it, it fractures. And that's where the corrosion sets in with ceramic type coatings. Our product also is designed to thrive. And I mean thrive at 1600 degree surface temperatures. Now, I will tell you at 1600 degrees on a, on a standard you know, block, you probably got other problems downstream. But the point I raise is really making sure that people understand we, we have, we've developed a product that uh, over delivers, if you will, um, versus underperforming. And I will tell you, Rob and Terry, through the course of the last two plus years, their feedback their, their experience with our coating under probably the most extreme conditions known to motorsports, um, that has been unbelievably uh, important to our product, to our development. And we refine this product, you know, every day, every week, every month. Very well said. 
And, uh, and let's go ahead and bring in Terry and Rob. And Terry, I'll start with you uh, as an owner and as a driver who is going from zero to over 300 in 1,000 feet. You obviously need to get every little piece of speed that you can find, especially if you want to start collecting those wallies at the end of the day. Uh, can you give us an overview of uh, your relationship with Zycoat and the Zybar product and everything and how it's helped Terry McMillan Racing? Well, it's made a big difference in, uh, you know, in what we've, what we've learned in working with Tim. You know, we, uh, not only do the headers look good, and obviously you want to look good when you're on TV and, and creating the right marketplace, but more importantly, it was the performance that we've seen. And Rob can get into the data because he has all that stuff readily available. But, but we've definitely seen temperature difference. We've definitely seen performance difference uh, once we started working with the headers. And um, it took us a little bit. Uh, to be really honest, we tried, we tried you know, Tim's coated headers, and we tried another header. And definitely uh, going back and forth between the two, we started to see the difference. And we started to figure out what we needed to do to allow Rob to make the tune-up decisions that he needs to make that car even perform better. You know, So when it's cooler, you can put more fuel in. You can do a lot of different things to make that car perform. And and, uh, you know, Tim's product has allowed us the ability to do that. Well, Rob, for you, uh, when you guys are dialing in all the performance and everything that you can, especially in between rounds and uh, being able to use the product literally out there in the real world, what type of benefits do you see? Well, one of the things that we see is um, a huge uh, increase in the longevity of the headers. You know, Tim talks about dissipating the heat and uh that is a huge thing for us. You know, we probably have the uh, highest horsepower, highest heat transferred headers of any sport that's out there right now. And for it to come back and double the life cycle of what a normal header would do is just speaks volumes about the product. Uh, also, you know, we did some particular tests. You know, it looked overall that when we would go A to B with a coated header to a non-coated header, you know, we were an average of about 100 to 120 degrees lower on exhaust temperatures. But keep in mind, you know, that probe is not, but you know, three or four inches away from the exhaust port. So for that to show up at all is uh, a big statement in itself. Uh, the next thing we did is that we would measure the header temperature as it came off the track. Uh, we kind of compiled some information about how long it actually from when he stopped running to actually that we could have access to the header and actually, you know, get a temperature of the header coming around the corner. And it was down 100 degrees from what it would be without an uncoated header. So, and, and that's a lot of averages of over 40, 50 runs, you know, to collect that data. But, you know, as far as the tuning portion of it goes, these things are animals anyway. Um, you know, it doesn't take much for one of these things to skip a beat, but we did see an overall increase in the um, equalization of temperatures across each cylinder. And that's one thing we do is we measure the exhaust temperature on each cylinder and overall average of it is way closer together than it is without. Do you feel uh, that this gives you, Rob, a, a better opportunity to control something that might not have has been controllable in the past when it comes to the variables that you have to deal with? You know, sometimes we get into situations where we call we have a hot pipe and, you know, that cylinder is actually burning hotter than others. And, and sometimes that can lead to uh, a misfire when we hit the gas at the step of the throttle. And when you have an even cylinder temperatures like that, you're able to actually elevate 
that exhaust temperature on the starting line, which actually will help you light that cylinder, uh, you know, when you're throwing 60 gallons a minute at it at 8,000 RPM. And then you're in the middle of the track trying to shove 90 gallons a minute, you know, a minute in this thing. So it's, it's all really important. And um, I think it's been very beneficial. Not that I want my other guys to get this information, but you know, uh, <laughs> one thing it has done also for Terry, um, you know, it's taken our uh, budget for headers and cut it in half. You know, it's just simply, you know, they're $2,600 for a pair of our headers. And uh, now we get twice the life easily out of them. Wow, that 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 is uh, that's huge. Anywhere that you can save money, obviously, is a a very big thing. I do want to remind you, by the way, if you're watching right now, and if you do have a question for either Tim or Rob or Terry, you can just go down to the chat feature at the bottom and type it in, and we'll get those questions that you might have directly to them, and we'll discuss it here during this session here. Uh, you know, Tim, you talk about the difference of the Zybar product with Zycoat, and um, and you mentioned the difference between ceramic and what your coating is but what about heat dissipation versus insulation and a lot of the other things that people are doing around headers and, and what makes your product stand out? You know, that's a great question, Brad. I mean, in terms of, of the properties of dissipation, it, it is so important uh, from the, the treatment of the metal substrate. I mean, the, the, and it doesn't matter if it's a header or a, a turbo or a, a, a stock cast manifold. It, what we're doing is we're, enhancing the ability of that component to perform. Insulators, really all they do is they trap the, the heat. It doesn't really do anything for the substrate because by and large, the majority of those insulators are on the external of the, of the component. So that metal is still heating up. That radiant heat is still occurring inside the component. Heat dissipation really is the property that allows us to open up that full diameter or full void, if you will, to allow that hot gas to flow through. Insulators are kind of, you know, band-aids or blankets. Um, they're not very effective in really in terms of, of trapping, especially when you go from hot, cold cycles, you introduce any type of moisture into those insulators you're gonna create problems for that component down, downstream. You're, without a doubt, you're gonna shorten the life of the component. You're gonna reduce its ability to perform and you're really doing nothing for throughput uh, in terms of, of, the, uh, of, that, of that component. So heat dissipation in terms of the metal substrate, the hot gas, as, as Rob pointed out in the measurements and we've, We've seen this in, you know, the crate 604 testing that we did all the way up through, uh, you know, uh, the, the top fuel area. We saw it in uh, the JEG CRA late model series on asphalt. We've seen it corroborated in so many different places. Um, and frankly, you know, the feedback that we got from Rob relative to durability was something that we really didn't foresee. It's, it's that type of feedback that we're starting to see, okay, the, the dissipation properties of this material are ongoing. The cool down effect, the life of the component. Honestly, those were benefits that we learned from these types of relationships. And the, it's the lifeblood of development for our company, uh, frankly. 
We have a question from the chat, which is great because I wanted to get into this. And I want to start with Rob, and I'm sure, Tim, that you're going to want to answer this as well. But, you know, Rob is the uh, as a user of the product. Uh, the question comes from Rick Bailey. He says, is the product applied both to the inside uh, and the external surface? And is there an advantage to coating both? And I want to even follow up with that as far as the process and procedures and the surface prep and all of that and, and out there in the real world for you how it is. And then certainly let you follow up on that too, Tim. What do you think, Rob? Well, I tell you what, you know, it is coated on the inside and the outside of the tube. And, you know, just your everyday uh, garage guy can do these coatings. Um, you know, they're, I, I believe they're water-based and so the cleanup's real easy, you know, and uh, Tim can get into the different ways that you can apply it that way. Um, you know, one way we were able to do was kind of, we had a, a, a sponge kind of effect and we dip that into the coating and we actually pull it through the pipe then we pull it back through again to remove any kind of excess. I mean, it just takes a really light coat. And anyway, and by doing that, you're just improving it. You know, you're doing a dual boundary relief of heat the way I see it. Um, a lot of times our headers cracked from the inside out and we don't see that. And I tell you what, I have headers in service now that have over 60 runs. And in our industry, there are 25 run and throw them away. So I hope that helps a little bit with your question. Yeah, how about you, you know, Tim, as far as um, from the manufacturer side of uh, any type of recommendations of not only, um, you know, what you coat, but also how you coat and the surface prep and some touch up too, if that's needed. Yeah, one of the things in really, Rob pointed it out very, very well. You wanna coat the inside and the outside of these, of these components. Your, your direct contact for the heat source is on the internal uh, component. So doing it on the inside, and we, we tried over years, we tried every method known to man. And, and I have it right here. Um, the old uh, tool grabber with a cotton buffing ball is the most effective way to coat the inside of a tube. And people will laugh, people will, you know, no cap and slosh or spray nozzles or spinner nozzles or what have you. The most effective way that we found was the most old school way. And that's how we coat the inside of headers. And as, as Rob pointed out, we pull that, we dip the coating, we pull it through in one direction in each port, we dip the coating and pull it through the other direction. And it's such a thin film and our, the viscosity of our product is such that you know, any type of excess, you just hold it upright and let it hang and dry, um, it'll, it'll, it'll run out any excess that's, that's occurring. But that was the most effective way that we found to coat the inside of a header. And if you only coat the outside, you're gonna get less than half the benefit of the product. Uh, you really wanna get that coating as close to the heat source as possible. And that's on the inside of a tube. As a follow-up question as well, Richard Vinson typed into the chat, does the Zybar coating crack as the headers expand and shrink from the heat? It, it's one of the benefits of our product. It, we have an extremely durable product. It's, it's pencil hardness is, is eight um, on the uh, ASTM scale. I mean, it's a very, very hard coating. However, it maintains flexibility. And one of the things that we're evaluating right now is it's in test and it's very, I guess at our midpoint, 
we're looking at the ability to coat tube prior to bending, prior to molding. We believe our coating is flexible enough that it's gonna be allow us to coat straight tube and volume and then supply that on, a, on for fabricators and so forth for bending. So uh, it's very early on, I guess it's, if we're at our midpoint, we've been at it for about a year and a half, um, but we're, uh, we're looking at that as, a, uh, as a, another key uh, future development for our, for our company. Wow, that is impressive as well. Uh, Terry, I want to ask you, uh, we know that Rob uh, designed uh, a new chassis that you debuted in 2020. Uh, you had an incredible season out there on the racetrack. And, you know, realizing that, say, when you have a product um, like what Zycoat provides, and, and all of a sudden it's provided a solution that Rob now doesn't have to think about. Now he can think about other things that make your car go fast. How nice is that for you as an owner driver? You know, it's great. I mean, you know, Rob's such a talented individual. And, and when you couple that with Tim's product, it's made our team extremely successful. And, and like you said, it's allowed Rob the ability now to spend more time in other areas of the car, you know, basically spending more time on the computer, figuring out where we give it a little bit more, uh, you know, whether it's timing or fuel or whatever we got to do to manipulate the car to get it down that track. And he's done a great job with that. And I think that, um, you know, having to be able to walk away from the headers and knowing you know, looking at the computer screen, if something was wrong, he's going to see it instantly on the EGT site. So he knows exactly we got a problem. He'd go out and make a call of the team. But in the meantime, if that car goes out there and runs and the EGTs are where they're supposed to be and they 90% of the time are, um, he's able to spend his time and focus on other areas, which gives us a proven winner that way. Yeah, which is a wonderful thing as well. Uh, Tim, if I could uh, take it back to you. Um, Ed, we had a comment in the chat from Braden Fincham says, I've used your products in-house in my shop for customers' vehicles from mud bog trucks to 602 to 604 crate. And we've seen a dramatic difference in the cooling uh, overheating. I stand by your products. Keep up the great work. Obviously, we're talking with, with Terry and Rob about NHRA top fuel drag racing, but we're also talking to uh, not just an audience of racers, but a worldwide audience of racers. And you mentioned more than just the headers, Tim, about things that uh, Zybar and Zycoat is, uh, is an asset to. Yeah, you know, Brad, I mean, turbo housings, you know, we, we've done some work with uh, diesel pull guys, diesel drag guys, and uh, they're coating their turbo housings with our product. And guys like, well, you, you know, they, everyone wants to start to argue, right? With you. And you go, well, wait a minute. The purpose of the turbo is to spool up that air and keep it as cool as possible when you're injecting it into the, into the cylinder. And what our product does, again, is it, is it prevents that metal housing from heating up and transferring that heat to, to that air as it's spooling up. Believe me, there's enough friction inside that thing. It's generating its own heat. So what we do is we eliminate that outer ring from affecting that air. So, um, you know, they treated cast manifolds. They saw a longer uh, spool up. They saw uh, 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 higher power. Um, and we saw that in the diesel drag world. And frankly, at this point in time, we've tested the product on every fuel system um, that's available out there. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're now it's how do we make it better? How do we offer something and continue to offer technology uh, that really doesn't have any parallel in the, in the market right now? Rob, obviously you're not going to give up any secrets, but I have to ask, have you looked at any other parts of the dragster 
and thought, hmm, maybe we should try this here. And have you? <clears throat> yeah, I have actually. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I actually did a, one of our blowers with it because, again, we're talking about the intake charge and lowering the temperature on it. Um, I, I can't tell you exactly all the results from it. And, um, but what I was really surprised with is how long it held on. Now think about this, this is nitromethane uh, coming through this thing along with air and a rotor speed of, you know, 11,000 RPM. And it's got a urethane strip that's grinding up against it. And I was, I was really surprised on how long it lasted. There was no flaking or anything like that. There was a little bit of wearing, but this isn't a wear product. This is a, you know, this is to remove heat. And um, that I can't say, but I, I, yeah, it works pretty well. How's that? <laughs> no, that like I said, I don't want you to give up any secrets because uh, we certainly know how valuable those are. Uh, you know, Terry, um, obviously, you know, we talk about the driver and your success there, but also the owner of a race team as well. Uh, partnerships with companies like Zycoat, being able to actually use the products like Zybar that you're able to do. Um, can you speak to that and what it really means to a race team to have these relationships? Well, you know, it's, it's what it takes to survive out there, but it's, it's more than that. It's, it's creating the network of people. You know, when we started working with Tim, now we're able to pull him into the trucking industry and other areas that we work within. Um, and we're able to now start using his product and recommending it to other people to try different things. Um, and so I think there's some synergies out there that, that make it a hundred percent benefit for Tim to grow his company. And at the same point in time, as, as he continues to learn more about his products and what he can do with it, he's certainly going to provide that information to Rob, and then we're going to be able to capitalize on that. And if we can do that collectively, you know, we're all going to be winners. And, and the bottom line is the way I look at it, if someone gives me 10 cents, I need to give them 25 cents back in return. And that's how I have to do that to make this work out. So ultimately, it's my job now to, to go out there and reach out to the trucking industry, which we've already been working on and trying to get some different products in his hands that he can coat and, and use some of the tools that he has to increase his business. And, and it's a, it's a win-win relationship. I mean, if we're not in it just to get free parts and get them coated because that doesn't work for anybody. He's not going to like that. We're not going to like that because it's not what we're about. We're about creating relationships, long-term relationships and, and expanding on those relationships. And so the more of those things that we do, um, the better relationships going to be between everybody. Wow. I commend you and your outlook on the way, uh, you know, you're doing business and all of that. I think that says a lot about you and your race team, uh, especially when it comes to partnerships and relationships. And, and Tim, you know, you and I got to talk a little bit yesterday, you know, for some people, they're going to want to do everything they can to their race car, their vehicles in their garage. And for other people, they're also going to want to find a specialist who can do it for them. And again, we have a worldwide audience here on EPAR trade and setting up a distribution network, setting up people who can actually install these products and do the coatings for people. Can you tell us where you are right now with Zycoat and being able to get the product distributed out there to the masses in that way? You know, in North America, we have pretty good coverage. Um, we're with, you know, Summit, we're with Motor State, we're with, with JEGS. And, and I want to come back to Motor State because I want to talk a little bit about how this all started. And you know, it, it's, it, it, and I'll come back to that. But uh, to answer your question, Brad, um, what we're doing right now is we're setting up a network of professional coders, guys like uh, 904 Powderworks down in Jacksonville, Top Notch in Northwest Georgia, um, uh, uh, Gateway in, in St. Charles, Missouri, 
in, in establishing relationships with guys that are professionals at coding components. They have the wherewithal, they have the equipment. So we're setting up those relationships on a geographic exclusive basis across the United States and North America. And we are beginning the process of establishing distribution relationships overseas. We're starting in the UK. And matter of fact, one of our, uh, I believe two of our gentlemen that are on the, the call here uh, today or on the webinar today are from the UK uh, enterprise. And uh, we're gonna be working with them to set up uh, distribution exclusively in the UK market. And we're gonna, we're gonna expand on that basis. This, this industry is, as you guys all know, it's built on relationships. It's built on trust. It's built on, you know, two years ago, having a conversation with Scott Wallstrom up at uh, Motor State. And he says, uh, hey, Tim, you know what? You need to give Terry and Rob a call. And that's how this whole process started. It was Scott that referred me to, to these two professionals and here I was with a, a company and a product that really had not been proven in top fuel, uh, had, not, had not been exposed to that, to that world. And uh, Terry and Rob, I met them out at uh, Heartland Nationals and we spent an hour and a half on time trial day, okay? Terry and Rob have got a laundry list a mile long on time trial day. They let me sit in their trailer and the two of them talked to me for an hour and a half. And, that just speaks volumes to who they are, what this industry is all about, and how this industry grows and evolves. And uh, I, I just, I can't thank the two of these guys and Scott, frankly, enough for starting this whole process two years ago. And I'm glad you brought that up. Terry and Rob, I, I want to ask you, Terry, I'll first start with you. Um, a lot of times in the racing world, when we're doing things, we're doing them because that's the way that we've done them and they've worked for us. And now someone comes along with a different product for you and something else that they want you to try that might benefit you. And, and I'm sure you have people pitch different things to you all the time. First, what was it that, that stood out with Tim and his product? And what was it that convinced you to actually say, yes, this is something that's going to be for us? All right. Well, first of all, I want to, I want to do one thing. Uh, George Lane from Lane Automotive. Um, I just want to let everybody know that he passed away the other day and, um, and our hearts and prayers to the family. Um, so Scott Walsham and everybody at Motor State and, and, and Lane Automotive, because um, George is the founder and how he started this business is much like what Tim has done with his. And, and uh, it's just our hearts and our thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Um, but uh, to answer the question, um, you know, we, we sat there and we listened to what Tim said, and a lot of what he said made sense. You know, I mean, um, when you look at tubing, you know, it's, it's, it relatively looks smooth, but not necessarily smooth, you know, but to the eye, it does. So when you can start putting a coating on there and you can start smoothing things out, things are going to happen. And when you do it from the inside and the outside, both, you know, you're going to allow that heat to transfer. You're going to allow the velocity of that, that product coming out of that tube to flow better. And so when he was doing, you know, we were having this discussion, it all really made sense. And, and I'll be honest, I mean, you're always a skeptic because a lot of times um, free things are not always good, okay? Uh, but in, in this case, everything that Tim said the product was going to do, it did and, and it over delivered. And I think uh, in, in a lot of cases, that's, you know, um, that's the best scenario for a race team. 
because it's not always that way. But, uh, you know, they've done their due diligence. They've, they worked through all the process of what it's going to take to make this product work. And then they finally delivered it. And, and today, you know, we're relishing the benefits of that. So it's, uh, it's, it was just Tim and his positive uh, theory and, and, and the whole process of how he's doing things, which is totally different than any other coding that's out there. So that's what sold us. Rob, for you, um, obviously, you needed to put this to the test on the track. And if someone is watching right now and, you know, they're kind of wondering, okay, well, uh, does it do this? Does it do that? What were some of the parameters for you that convinced you that this would work, either from a performance, durability, ease of installation, whatever it might be? Well, number one thing was the uh, name of the color that we chose. And it's bitchin' black, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool, you know. But no, honestly... Um, the corrosion part of it, number one, you know, um, we're subject to all kinds of elements. <clears throat> of course, we don't run in the rain, but we're caught in the rain every once in a while. And the corrosion also is, is a killer for steel. Um, it doesn't take much pitting or whatever to start a crack and form, you know, different issues like that. So I look at that for some of the parts on the car that I can do that too, to give it that, you know, corrosion uh, quality. Um, you know, they have three colors, right? So one of them is gasser white, like the old school gassers, you know, with the front straight axles. And then they also have a Porsche gray. So when he told me those colors, I'm like, ah, well, that's hella cool. And I'm an old guy and I can still say hella because it was still in my era. But anyway, uh, I thought that was, uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, also on the standpoint of our relationship, we're in my old stomping grounds. Okay. I'm from Lawrence, Kansas, you know, uh, Tim's over there in the Kansas City area, and we're at Heartland Park. And I thought, man, if he's from the Midwest area, he's got to be all right. So <laughs> anyway, um, to answer your question, it, it actually, the performance standpoint for me to get involved with it, what's the worst that could happen? Oh, wow. That's what I could see. It's already we have headers, you know, whole size is a whole size and that. But I had the benefit of learning whatever it might be and then taking advantage of that. The thing is, we've tried companies before and well, it was not necessarily a waste of money, but it was a learning process of what not to do. And I'd be the first one to tell you today, and it's not just because me and Tim are friends, it's because the product works. And um, I think any of my followers and stuff that might be on here today, uh, honestly know how honest I am about things. And um, I'm here to tell you that I wouldn't think twice about not doing it. Wow, that's that's incredible. Uh, Tim, a couple questions from the chat. Richard Vincent wants to know, any possibility of coating piston crowns? I tried this years ago with zirconium oxide and it didn't work for me. Maybe the technology has advanced. It, it, great question. Uh, we, are, we are actually coating piston heads uh, with a manufacturer out in the uh, 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 Southwest US. And they're actually applying our bronze satin coating to the heads on their product. So uh, to answer that question is yes, we've been doing it now for about a year. Um, unfortunately with COVID uh, that has been uh, uh, somewhat interrupted uh, from a, from a uh, uh, volume standpoint, but uh, they are coating their, uh, their piston heads with our product. 
That's awesome. Um, another question from the chat. And again, if you have a question for any of our panelists, either Tim, Terry, or Rob, you can type it right into the chat. But Ethan Metzger wants to know, uh, and we already talked about some other applications, including turbos, but does this product have the same results with turbocharged applications? It, it, it does. What we, what we learned from the diesel guys is, you know, spool up rates, uh, uh, thrust, uh, they actually got enhanced performance on their diesel pulls and drags using our product on the housing. Um, and they coated their turbo and they coated their manifold, their cast manifolds. Uh, so to answer that question, um, we've corroborated that through uh, real world uh, on track uh, type experience. We have not done that uh, at this, this extensively in all sanctioned race areas but we have in, in, in several. Yeah, Rob was talking about the colors, which by the way, I like the bitch in black as well. But <laughs> if you're at the website, you know, it Zybar, the heat dissipation coating, Zycor primer and color coats. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? I, I can. Really, the Zycor product is the rattle can product, right? The difference is our product holds up to 1200 degrees surface temperatures. One of the things that you will always get from us is we're not going to give you ambient temperature and internal temperatures. For a coating to work, the most important uh, 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 temperature is the surface of that metal. Our rattle can product lives up to 1200 degrees surface temperatures. And we all know, I mean, glowing red is at about 1150. So you know, our product withstands. Now the rattle can product, that is really everything except heat dissipation. We're not allowed to put the heat dissipating Zybar product in an aerosol uh, because that uh, propellant has a negative effect with one of the raw materials in our product. So we're not able to do that in a rattle can. So the Zycor product is really excellent for aesthetics. It, it's over 5,000 hours resistance from the primer and then you can color code on top of it. Uh, the Zybar product is really the Mac Daddy. That's the heat dissipation property uh, product that is really going to give you the, uh, the performance that, uh, that we've been talking about in terms of heat dissipation properties. Can you use the two together? Like could you Zybar the inside and Zycor the outside and you know get colors and all of that or is that not? The answer work? is absolutely yes. Yes. The Zybar product comes in three different colors. We have black, we have bronze, and we have cast. Um, so that product is available in three options. The Zycor product is available in the Gasser White, the uh, Porsche Gray, and the black as well. The primer is the key. That is what gives you the corrosion resistance. And then the color coat on top of it gives you the temperature exposure as well. And, and curious, uh, I know it's a very durable product and you talk to that as well, but you know, let's just say someone's working in the shop and they've got the headers off and you know, they, they, they drop a wrench off it or does something to, you know, to, to mar the coating, if you will, and, and leave some exposed metal. Is that a simple touch up and how essential is it? Would it how essential is it to have a touch up done or a repair done on a, a part where something might've gotten knocked off? Without a doubt, our product, one of the unique natures of our product, even post-cure, our product will bond to itself. Unlike a ceramic where you have to completely re-blast the part, you can touch up our product. So if you've got it bolted on there and you scratch it with a screwdriver, 
it's really important that you touch up that area because that's where corrosion is going to start. When you scratch through and if you're down to the metal substrate and you go through the coating, you will have corrosion in that spot. So our product comes in a little four ounce can. You can just use a cotton you know, swab or, or a spray and just touch it up in that area. Now, Rob, for you on your end of things too, um, you know, if you had bare exposed parts as a result of this, is that, could that be a pretty big negative to say the headers themselves? I mean, if you have a hot spot, if you will, or would it create that? Yeah, you know, it, right in the radius, you know, where these headers are, um, you guys can see this or not, but right on the back side and the front side of this radius, it gets extremely hot. As a matter of fact, we've seen cracks, you know, down inside these, uh, these headers. And I haven't had to touch them up yet. So that's the incredible part of this. But we have um, like loading them in and traveling down the road. You know, we run 30,000 miles down the road each year and they'll be banging up against each other and things like that. So where we put the header covers on, things like that. Now we have touched up some of those areas and that's just for, you know, me coming outside and I don't like the scratched up stuff, right? But if you look at them, they really don't mar up that much. And we're taking an aluminum cover and slamming these things on hot, you know, after the run. Um, we do that. So when we're towing back that we don't get rocks in the pipes and that kind of thing. So um, abuse wise, um, yep, you can touch them up. Do I have to? Not that often. Mm, that, that's awesome. Uh, Terry, if I could ask you as well, uh, you know, you guys, uh, the last race has been October and, and here we are. Um, you know, just a few days away from February. So what have you guys been up to with the team and, and what can we look forward to coming up in this upcoming season? Well, uh, right now we're in the, we're in the hunt for a, a major sponsor. Um, you know, I've been involved with Amway Motor Oil for 19 years and um, they had to put our contract on hold. So we have three more years left on it, but due to the virus and uh, 350 million or billion miles not being driven, oil sales aren't where they used to be. Um, so pretty much the oil industry, as we know it, um, has been cutting, you know, programs out. And so unfortunately, we've fallen a part of that right now. So we're, we're working hard to find another uh, corporate sponsor that, uh, you know, wants to step up and, and, and be part of what we do. I mean, we have the, we have a, a tremendous network, we have the ability um, to create opportunities for everybody that's ever been involved with our race team. And so, um, you know, so right now, uh, it's kind of tough because it's on short notice. You got COVID, you got the election year, we got everything going against us, but it doesn't stop uh, our determination to get that done. You know, we're working with two companies right now. Hopefully one of them will step up and, and commit. Um, and then we'll be able to go out there and, and hit the season in March in Gainesville. But, uh, but right now it's, it's been a little while since we've been in the car, but we know we have a proven winner. And, uh, you know, like I said earlier, Rob built the chassis and, and then, you take all the parts that we have with Tim and, and all the other things that we have working with us. we got a great hot rod right now and a tremendous team. And, and we've been able to keep the team and everybody intact at this point. But, uh, you know, we just got to get some uh, corporate dollars behind us just to get us through the interim here and get this thing rolling again. So um, so we've been spending most of our days on the telephone and um, and just trying to you know take advantage of opportunities that might be out there. And then create a marketing partner program with somebody that um, that you know wants to get the, you know the ultimate exposure. And I mean, it's like if you've never been to a drag race, especially you know in a pro race side, it, it's a totally different environment. You know, when when they come out and hang out with us at the racetrack, 
we get them up on the start line. We get them between two top fuel cars. You know, you can't do that. You, I don't care who you are. You just, it's hard to do, but we make them honorary crew chief. We do a lot of different promotional items to, to keep corporate America involved. And more importantly, to keep them, you know, for sales incentives, we use that tool uh, to, Hey, look, you know what, if you sell X amount, you get to come out to the races for the weekend. And then, and then, you know, when that race is over, then everybody in that corporation is like looking, okay, what do we got to do to go to the next one? So we create that momentum and create them sales incentives internally um, that, that allows us the ability to, um, to continue to build the relationship. So um, right now our work's cut out for us. Uh, we got tremendous amount of fans and, and um, uh, local politicians. We have everybody trying to help put something together, uh, just people that know. And, and so we're, uh, we're just knocking on doors and, um, you know, do whatever we got to do to get this done. But, uh, you know, our intention is to be out there uh, in Gainesville in March. And then, uh, you know, in 2022, uh, you know, we'll probably, you know, get involved with Amley at some point. Who knows what the industry is going to look like in a whole because, you know, I think corporations are finding that more people can work from home today and not have to go into a corporate office. They can get rid of these big glass offices now and, and get a lot more work done at home. So uh, what that fallout's going to be, it's, it's hard to say. But, uh, but right now, um, like I said, we're just moving forward, uh, just like we're going to go racing. And, uh, you know, I got a great crew chief and a great team. And, and bottom line is I don't want to lose any of it. So uh, uh, we got to keep this momentum going. Well, uh, obviously, the way you talk about delivering for a sponsor uh, in every way possible, like giving them more money for their dollar than what they're putting in, obviously, the access and the different things. I mean, I'm sitting here, my office is at Charlotte Motor Speedway, right across from the Z-Max Dragway, and I just love being able to walk over there and, and being right there in it, and I think that's a wonderful thing. So we absolutely wish you the best of luck in that regard, and especially considering that the results on the racetrack prove that uh, a company would do very well to be, have their name down the side of your dragster. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Tim, yeah, we mentioned at the beginning of this that uh, you are in your manufacturing facility right, right there in Kansas. And I know for a lot of people, it's very important where the product is made and what they're buying and what they're using on their race car. So if you could tell us a little bit about the manufacturing facility and, you know, being right here, literally in the heartland um, is a huge asset to people, especially here in North America. You know, th thanks, Brad. I, I think from the foundation of the company, and it's, it is absolutely one of the underpinnings of, of, of the companies I own. Uh, every product that we manufacture will be manufactured in the United States. And the majority are manufactured right here in, in the, the Kansas City area. So it's something we believe in. Uh, it's something we're committed to. And, uh, you know, we're a small company, right? I mean, we're We've developed the technology over a very long period of time and spent uh, thousands and thousands of hours in this place uh, coming up with a solution that we feel is truly differentiated in the industry, differentiated in the marketplace. And now it's, it's sessions like this. It's unbelievable folks like Terry and Rob and Scott and many, many others that um, are allowing us the, 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 the good fortunate uh, uh, relationships to, to help build the brand. And that's what we're doing. Um, we've got you know, plenty of capacity. We've got great plans for the future. Um, and we're, uh, we're, we're incredibly excited about, uh, uh, about 2021. Thank God 2020 is behind us. Uh, <laughs> but 2021 and 2022 are right on the horizon. So 
we're, we're really excited about it. Very well said. We've talked a lot about drag racing and obviously Terry McMillan and his team and what Rob is able to do as a crew chief and all of that. But as we all know, when it comes to racing, if someone's getting beat, they're going to want to know how they're getting beat and why they're getting beat. And that doesn't matter if you're dirt racing, if you're asphalt racing, if you're swamp buggy racing, whatever it might be, tractor pulling. Um, it, some of the other forms of racing that you've broken into with Zycoat and with the Zybar product, where are we starting to see this on the track a little bit more? And is there any form of racing that this will not be a benefit? You know, every place that we've touched so far, Brad, uh, we're, we're starting to generate a, 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 a following. Uh, we've been in the JEG CRA late model series uh, for now. Well, this will be our third season. Um, we, we had an individual that worked with us also from the Kansas City area, uh, Mandy Chick, uh, just a phenomenal young woman, um, up and coming racer. And she was uh, worried about, you know, and having terrible time with race shoes, uh, melting blisters, her headers on her CRA late model were right next to the floor pan. And she was burning up her feet. And her dad came to us and Steve Chick from Chick Motorsports, some of you guys from the Bush Series uh, truck uh, world may, may know that name. Uh, he said, listen, we wanna give your stuff a shot. And uh, they ran a, a time trial in Michigan the first time they bolted headers on to her uh, late model and she pulled into the pits after about 20 laps and said, I don't feel any heat coming through the, the firewall. And that was her first comment. And her dad's like, wow. And then he took a video when they pulled into the pits and he grabbed the, uh, the headers. Now, I, I don't recommend anybody do this, but Steve did it and took a picture with his cell phone. He grabbed the headers with his hand. And he's like, wow, you know, and that was two and a half years ago three, almost three years ago. And, uh, you know, so dirt uh, circle track, we've been out in Baja, we've been uh, off, you know, all off road, uh, you know, the power sports market, Marine, uh, we're starting to see, you know, people are putting it to the test, right? You know, everybody's a skeptic, rightfully so, especially when they don't have anything that they can compare it to. And we're starting to see a very broad base use of this product in everywhere there's a powertrain and uh, we're excited about it. Wow. And, you know, you bring that up too. I mean, you, you know, you think of any type of race car where an exhaust system literally runs right underneath the floorboard. I mean, NASCAR is one thing that comes to mind for sure. Could, could you coat the floorboard uh, either the underside or the inside? Is that a reasonable thing or would that help? You know what, really the floorboard's not going to be 500 degrees. It's really the tube underneath the floorboard is what you want to coat. That will re restrict that radiant heat. And we've measured, we've measured, uh, we put thermocouples on every port uh, on the dyno testing that we did. So we had volumes of data where we were able to measure radiant heat one inch away from the tube. And we measured it about four inches off the block right at the curve of these long tube headers. Really, probably the hottest spot on these headers along with the collector. And we put thermocouples on every one of those tubes and we measured a 160 degree average temperature one inch away from the tube. 
And that's an enormous heat reduction. You're talking three, 400 degrees under untreated uh, circumstances. So we saw a very significant drop in radiant heat in all of our testing. So again, coating the floorboard, really, um, that really we would recommend is coat the tube that's underneath the floorboard that's generating the heat. And that makes sense. Um, I know we're starting to wind down our time here just a little bit. So I just want to go through the panel as well and just, uh, you know, solicit any final thoughts that we might have. Rob, I'll go ahead and start with you as uh, you know, I know we've covered a lot. and You talked a lot about the benefits that it has been to the race team with Terry McMillan Racing. But is there anything that you want to talk about with Zybar and with Zycoat that, you know, maybe we haven't touched on yet? Well, I don't think we've really talked about the whole application processes. You know, there's, there's two different things. You can actually air dry these and you can also, you know, bake these in an oven. And if you saw my powder coat oven, you'd probably want to just put a pizza in it here. And uh, so that's how we've done some of our stuff here because uh, we've let them, you know, set and, and air do it. But, you know, being a crew chief and on a race team, you have about, you know, this much patience. So, but uh, that's what's cool about it is that, you know, the guys at home, the guys that are in the garage making hot rods and that kind of thing, they can totally use this product. And it's easy application. I'm sure if you go on the website and Tim's got great recommendations on, you know, um, prep and that kind of thing. But, you know, it doesn't take more than a primer gun if you're spraying something large. And then again, you can wipe it on also. So I just want to let everybody know that it's a great, easy application, a couple different ways you can do it. And I have cooked pizza in that oven that we have cooked these things in because, you know, around here it gets kind of hungry and you're here late and nobody's going to feed you. So. Yeah. I'm thinking when, when, when is lunch and you know, where do we show up? So I yeah, right. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, how about you for your end? Uh, you know, is there anything that you want to talk about, about the relationship, the partnership, the product? Well, I, you know, first off, it, it's a great product as we've all said. And, and I think that it's, it's certainly cutting edge, you know, the technology um, and the testing that uh, Tim's group has, you know, put together here, is, is been amazing. But what's more important, and just to reiterate a little bit of what Rob said, is that it's great for the DIY guy. It's the guy that's gonna go out there and do it himself, and he can he can code his own products, he can make it work, and, and, and more important, he can see the benefits and feel the benefits. And I think that ultimately, that's what's gonna raise Tim's company to the top, is because it's not just something that you have to ship out and get it done, you can do it yourself. And that's, to me, is a, is a proven winner. You know, Tim, I know uh, obviously all the research and development and everything that goes into making this product, uh, you know, there's certainly a lot into it. But for the end user, you know, we've already talked about how it could be a great cost savings, especially in, um, you know, literally doubling the life of a set of headers, you know, for a top fuel drag racing team. Uh, but also this, this really isn't a product that's going to break the bank to actually, you know, be able to simply apply it and, and get direct benefits out of it, right? That, that's exactly right, Brad. I mean, at retail to do a set of small block headers, it's 150 bucks. I mean, it's not, uh, you know, guys are out there, you know, looking at stainless as an option, you know, and spending 10 times that. And they can buy mild steel uh, headers and coat them themselves and put, you know, the other 12 or 1300 bucks in their pocket um, and get really enhanced benefit, uh, enhanced performance from, from the product. And, and, you know, I, I just want to take the opportunity to thank uh, Rob and Terry um, for their relationship and their, their willingness to, to work with us and provide feedback. And, uh, you know, it's, it's what 
allows our industry to just thrive. It's relationships like this and people like this. And uh, I'm going to throw Scott Wallstrom in that uh, discussion as well, because he's it's where it started. And uh, I just, uh, you know, I look forward to uh, the next uh, visit to the track. And uh, I won't take an hour and a half of their time on time trial day, but uh, I'll certainly <laughs> pop in, say hello and uh, see, see what's up. That's for sure. Well, you know, you're always welcome. That's for sure. We couldn't do it without you. You've been a great marketing partner and a great friend on top of all of that. And we really, really appreciate that. Thanks, Terry. Thanks. Very well said. Tim, is there anything else that uh, you want to let folks know about Zybar, about Zycor, about the product, anything? You know what? It, it's it's it, however you want to apply it. If you want to do it yourself, you can do it yourself. We've got full instructions, full uh, video instructions, full written instructions, like any coding, it's it's critical that you follow them, um, but it's there for you. If if you don't feel comfortable doing it, we'll set you up with one of our local coders, professional coders, and have them apply. You know, bring it to them, have them apply it to their headers. Um, all of the above, it's it's uh, open and and ready for you. If you're comfortable doing it, have at it. If you're not, just go to our coding referral network or bring it to your local coder and have them do it. Yeah, I do want to point out uh, for anyone who might be viewing right now, Zycoat.com. It's, it's a very nice, simple, easy to navigate website, but right under the where to buy tab. If you want to buy it online, retail, coders, wholesale, all of that, um, you guys have really made it easy uh, to be able to get this and be able to use it, Tim. Thanks, Brad. You know, the, the worst thing in the world is to, to make, uh, make it difficult for your customer, right? So at the end of the day, um, we, we, if somebody has an issue, pick up the phone and call us. You know, 913-599-2600. Call us. We'll answer the phone Monday to Friday, 8 to 5. Well, that's fantastic. Well, uh, Tim, Terry, Rob, we want to thank you all for being a part of this here with EPAR Trade and, and just being a part of the network. You can also find out more by simply going to their Zycote page at epartrade.com and can contact directly through that as well. So we want to thank you all for that. Uh, I see uh, Judy has uh, put her camera on, is back up with us, and Francisque as well. Um, I'll turn it over to uh, either one of you and say thank you. Uh, and thank you to Zyco for today. Yeah, of course. Thanks. Thank you, Brad. A big thank you, Tim, uh, for putting the webinar together. Great honor to have uh, Terry and Rob with us. I'm a big uh, drag racing fan. I discovered drag racing 20 years ago when I moved from France here in the States. And, uh, and we have a lot of good friends in drag racing. So uh, uh, I'm sure you know Judy. She has been to many, many uh, tracks. And no, thank you very, very much. Great webinar. Uh, again, Tim, thanks for your support. Uh, Zycote was one of the first supporters of the portrait platform. And you can we you. just put the product back on the homepage right now. So go on ePortrait.com, click on Zycode's product. You can connect directly with Tim uh, and, and someone from his organization. So again, thank you very much. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday at nine o'clock. Uh, Judy, who's going to be with us next week? Yeah, Pro Ultrasonics, hosted by Jeff Hammond. Very good. Worked Very with them good. for a long time, and um, they did a great technical webinar during online race industry week. So I'm sure next week's going to be good as well. 
Perfect. Thank you very much, everyone. The webinar will be uh, posted on the platform later on today. We just have to download it, edit it. It will also be available on podcast and uh, we'll send it to all of you. And then uh, please join us again uh, next Wednesday. So thank you very much. Have a great week. And again, big thank you team for putting this uh, great panel together and best wishes, Terry and Rob for the upcoming season. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate Thanks to you for our trade as well. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thanks, Terry. Thanks, Rob. You betcha. Thanks, All right, Brad. Thanks.